What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Secret Sauce Podcast, where we chat with the most people-focused Chick-fil-A operators about their secret sauce for creating a culture of care and a movement of multiplying leaders. On behalf of WildSpark, I'm your host, Josh Swing. I'm fired up about the conversation today because it's going to get real. My friend and guest today, Casey Hartley, has been with Chick-fil-A for the past 20 years. He started as a team member, worked his way up, and became a mall operator after 10 years. Shortly after that, he became the owner of the freestanding unit in Erie, Pennsylvania, where he is now. And this past year, he opened up his second restaurant in the middle of a global pandemic. You heard me right. Casey not only operates one, but two high-performing restaurants. And on top of all that, he's an incredible husband and dad. Casey's going to talk about what is becoming a theme on this show, which means it's probably pretty important. And that's relationships, both with your team and with outside leaders that you can lean on during the challenging seasons. We'll also dive into the importance of focus and making sure we are focused on the right things. Make sure you got your swimsuit on because we're about to cannonball into some secret sauce. Casey, thank you so much for being on today. I'm I'm really excited to get to chat with you. Yeah, thanks, Josh. I'm really excited to be a part of this podcast and just talk a little bit about WildSpark. It's going to be a ton of fun. Casey, if you had to choose one sauce for the rest of your life, you can't have any other sauce there in your restaurant. What's the one sauce that you're going with? All right. So I know this is going to be a little bit of blasphemy, but I'm going to go against the grain. I'm not going to do the Chick-fil-A sauce. I'm going to say Polynesian. So little background. I grew up not working at Chick-fil-A. So like when I was a kid, we used to go to the mall all the time. And so uh, I always got chicken nuggets and Polynesian sauce. And so it's got like this nostalgic place in my heart. And so every time I have it, I just feel like little kid in the food court. And so that's, that's my choice. It takes you back. I would say the exact same thing. It was also my favorite sauce growing up. And every time it does, it takes you back to that food court at the mall feeling which is so cool. Well, Polynesian, solid sauce. We're going to move over into adding some value. We're about to bring some serious value to the table here. I want to talk with you, Casey, about your secret sauce. As an operator and as a team, what is some of the unique value that you bring to the table and some of what you do best as an operator and some of what you all do best as a team? You know, I think first off as operators, you know, we're all individuals. And so we all have things that we're really good at and we really excel at and things that we're just not the best at. And so I think first and foremost, it's really important to, you know, spend some time really figuring out, hey, what is the thing that I do best? And what is the thing that only I can do as an operator? And so my personal strength is building relationships, whether that's with you know, my leaders, team members, and just really engaging them on a deeper level to find out what it is that really, you know, attracts them to our job, but really, you know, helps them stay because ultimately, you know, they really stay for us and for those relations that they have with, whether it's, you know, their favorite leader, their favorite team member, or maybe with you personally, you know, those relationships are really crucial to the way that I personally build the business. And I just feel like that's something that I've been really gifted at. And then, from a team standpoint, I would say over the years, you know, as a team, we've really focused on the idea of focus. It's really easy to spend time looking at, you know, 20 
25, 30 different things that you really want to accomplish. But ultimately, you're not going to impact all of those things. And so we've really tried to narrow it down to, you know, two or three things, you know, each year that we're really trying to focus on knowing that if we can, you know, put the effort into those things, we can really move the needle substantially in those two or three things and make a really significant impact in those, you know, really focus on that quality versus quantity and really help our business move forward. So much good stuff in there that you just talked about, both personally and from a team perspective. Casey, I would agree 100% in every leader to take time to think through, okay, what what is my secret sauce? So thinking through that question that I just asked you on where your strength is and how you can leverage that to be most impactful as a leader. And then what you talked about from a team perspective, I think is spot on. It actually reminds me of one of our co-founders here at WildSpark is a guy by the name of Justin Harris, operates as our COO. He has a saying that focus equals results, which I think is right in line with you, what you were talking about, not spreading yourself too thin and doing a bunch of things average, but really narrowing in on those main drivers for your team and for your business to lead to that success. So I think this is really, really powerful what you're talking about here. I know that we could stay here and talk about these two things for the duration of the podcast, but we are going to move into some other questions. Casey, you opened up a second restaurant in the middle of a global pandemic, which just sounds crazy to even think about with all the different things that were happening there. But I want to gain some insight from you. Talk to me about some of the challenges that you faced during that time and that maybe you still might be facing today currently, and then how you're solving for some of those challenges. Yeah. So I want to provide a little bit of context to this. So we got selected for our second location in 2019, like that spring. They really were supposed to start construction in March of when the pandemic started. And, you know, Chick-fil-A, whenever the pandemic happened, and rightfully so, Chick-fil-A put a pause on uh, a lot of different things in the business and building new stores is one of those things. And so, you know, our store got delayed a couple of times, just like a lot of other people's during that process. And so we're getting late into the year at that point. And they're just, you know, Chick-fil-A is really asking, it's like, hey, like, do you want to move forward with this opening, even though it's going to be during the pandemic? And I'm like, yes, like, absolutely. Like, we really wanted to go ahead and move forward with it. We had some things lined up. And so we, we really wanted to kind of take the challenge on. That being said, I mean, it was, it was definitely tough trying to open a store during the pandemic. I mean, staffing was a massive issue uh, for us early on. And so I think I got really disheartened, I guess is the word, or just really like, I don't know, I sure. felt like that, you know, I maybe I, I bit off a little more than I can chew. And so it's like November of last year and COVID in our area, we're up in Erie, Pennsylvania, and it really didn't become a, a massive thing for our team up until like that fall when they started going back to school. And so, you know, in November of that year, during one month, you know, we're trying to hire for our second location, but we had just about 47 people during the entire month of November at our first location where everybody's housed at, them at that moment either get COVID or get quarantined by the, by the County at some point. So we're running on bare bone staff, limited hours. And I'm like, is this something that we can really like pull off? I was just really struggling, honestly. Like, you know, I didn't know if this was something that I made the right decision on, you know, am I putting my team in a bad place? And so I was really focusing on all the things that like I really couldn't control. And so 
around the same time, um, I started writing our scholarship recommendations for our team members for the Chick-fil-A scholarship. And in addition to the stuff they got to fill out with Chick-fil-A, I always have them answer three or four different questions just so I have a really good understanding of just kind of what it is that they're looking at, looking for out of the scholarship and why they need it. And one of the questions I ask them is I just talk to them. I ask them to talk to me about, you know, why Chick-fil-A is important to them. And so I randomly pulled one scholarship out of the, out of the pile that morning. And, you know, honestly, I was just, like I said before, I was just kind of, I got a low place uh, that time. And so I pull one out of the pile and it happens to be one of our seniors, uh, Natalie, she starts talking about what the pandemic has done to her. So her mom's a nurse at the COVID ward here in town. And so, you know, her mom's been knee deep in it there a lot all the time, basically. And Natalie is the oldest of um, all of her siblings. And so at home, she talked about how she really had to take on a lot of that responsibility, you know, being the one in charge, helping get her sisters to practice, helping them with their homework, you know, working on dinners, all these different things, you know, that she had to be responsible for. And then she started talking about how you know, the pandemic personally just kind of flipped her life upside down from school related, you know, so the school's online, you know, there's no sports, you know, no dances, just all these different things that like so many, you know, people her age are dealing with. And then she starts talking about Chick-fil-A and how our team is like the normalcy for her and how, you know, having people at the restaurant you know, ask about how she's doing and be excited to see her every day and just provide something that she knows how to do day in and day out was really something that she needed at that time. And honestly, like I just, I sat there and I just put it down and I just thought to myself, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I focusing on all these things that I can't control? And so like literally like that moment was like a turning point for me. It just reminded me of what my mindset really needed to be and how much the team really needs us and how important we can be for them and how much they rely on to you know rely on us at sometimes. Now it doesn't mean that all the problems that I had, you know, went away. Like I still had to, you know, find staffing. We still had to, you know, manage the COVID restrictions and, and regulations, but it just changed the way that I handled those problems. And so like my mindset just really changed and we were able to somehow, you know, get through all of it. And, you know, came, come February, we, we were blessed to open a second store with a full staff. That's awesome. I'm so glad you told that story and how it impacted your perspective and recentered around your purpose, really shifted that mindset from thinking about all the things that you couldn't control, which is really just a waste of time to what you could control and the tremendous opportunity you had to be that constant um, that that rock, that place of security for some of the team there and the way that they experienced coming to work at the restaurant is huge. And, and especially in light of all of the craziness and, and uncertainty that existed in the global pandemic. But I'm thinking about how that plays out long-term, mm-hmm. Casey. And while this may be the craziest crisis that any of us come in, come into contact with in our lifetime, it won't be the last crisis that comes up. And everybody is going through stuff at different times in their lives. And it's a great reminder that we, we never know what's going on with a leader that's on our team at home or, or outside of work. What a great opportunity that we have to be that encouragement and that light for them when when they step into the workplace. 
I know that as leaders, a lot of times we strive to be optimistic all the time and we shoulder the burden of having this relentless optimism. But in reality, a lot of times, Casey, being a leader can be isolating. We do have relationships that we build with our team that that are really impactful. But when it boils down to it, when you're at the top of an organization, when you're leading a business, nobody truly experiences those same pressures that you experience on a day in and day out basis. And so talk to me about how that has impacted you. And then what are some of the ways that, that you've coped with that, help combat some of that isolation? Yeah. I mean, Josh, that's definitely something that's been very true for me, you know, this past year, you know, after we got the second store open, we're still struggling at times. I think a lot of us these last couple of months, regardless of what profession you're in, has really probably experienced some sort of staffing, you know, issue, whether it's been through COVID or just trying to find additional staff. I mean, everywhere you look, you know, there's like now hiring. You know, I think a lot of times you can feel like that, you know, you're by yourself dealing with those things, that you're the only one that has tenured team members transitioning out or taking other opportunities, or, you know, you're hiring people that might not have been the best fit, or you send offers to candidates that, you know, end up accepting something else. And the reality is like all those things have probably been happening before, but I think the pandemic intensified that for everybody. As a leader with all of that, you know, isolation is unfortunately can be a really like huge part for us. I have to be really intentional about sharing my life and the things that I'm going through with people that I think are going through similar things. So I have a couple operators in my circle that are more than just colleagues. I mean, they're some of the best friends and best relationships that I have in my life. You know, spending time talking with them about the things that we're experiencing and then, you know, hearing that they're going through the same things brings me, you know, in a weird way to say like comfort because it's like, you know, again, I'm not the only one going through those things. That's been a huge help for me. You know, as a high level like leader, whether you're at Chick-fil-A or another company, like some of the expectation is that you're on all the time, right? You, know, you have your phones always with you. They can always get in touch with you. You're checking email or numbers or stats or all these different things. Mm-hmm. But you really have to have something outside of work that's really bringing you, you know, a lot of joy, whether that's, you know, your family or hobbies, like having true balance and like having this clear separation between when you're working and when you're spending time doing those other things. I think it's really important to that, you know, that isolation and just feeling like that there are more things in your world than work. Um, And it's really easy to get caught up, you know, in in work. I mean, Chick-fil-A can be a pretty all-encompassing thing. And so spending time outside of that is really important. Yeah. When you get to do the work that you get to do, it's extremely fulfilling. So it's very easy to commit everything to it and lose sight of some of the other things in life that can bring joy. And like you said, striking that balance and and taking time to do some of those things and not lose sight of it is, is really important. And then going back to what you said earlier, it sounds bad sometimes when it's like, I just, you know, I need to hear about, you know, that there's other people going through what I'm going through. They're experiencing some of those challenges. I want to know that other people are struggling too. But like you said, it's very comforting to get to talk through some of those with individuals and realize that I'm not on an island by myself trying to do this alone, but there's other leaders that are around me that are going through very similar things. And we can talk about these things is huge. So yeah, I would highly recommend surrounding yourself with other people who you can have some of those transparent 
in, in vulnerable conversations with as a leader and leading it, it, that leads into my next question, you know, here at WildSpark, we're huge on the principle of multiplication and giving away your life to, to impact others. And so I want to give a moment for you to shout out some of those individuals who maybe you've surrounded yourself with that have had that positive influence on you and the way that you're able to lead your team. And so I'll, uh, I'll give you the chance to do that here. Yeah. So there's three people that I really got to talk about. And first one is a little bit of a, of a, on a, on a somber note. And so in the Chick-fil-A community, um, we had a business consultant recently pass away and his name uh, was Kim McGrady. And so Kim was my consultant um, when I was an interim manager with Chick-fil-A. And Kim actually selected me to be an operator. And so he gave me my chance. He saw something in me that maybe I didn't see in myself. You know, having him at that stage in my life and really, you know, encouraging me and motivating me to be, you know, the best, you know, operator that I could be. And then just believing in me was huge for my development. And Kim and I continued to have a relationship for these last handful of years. And so massive influence in my life. And I can't imagine what his family uh, has been going through, but, you know, Kim was a big, big influence in my life. Sorry to hear that he passed, but I mean, that's exactly what we talk about when we talk about a multiplying leader, somebody who's able to to call out that potential that he saw in you and then to have those high levels of of belief and expectations for where you would go at KC. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll let no, you keep going. Good. Yeah. And then the, uh, the, the second one was, you know, I've been an operator now for 10 years and I still refer to this guy as my operator. So Todd Mergy um, was my operator when I was a team member. He gave me a leadership opportunity with literally like I had no leadership experience. I was like just a team member. But more importantly than like just giving me a chance, Todd was probably the first boss that I ever had that I felt like cared about me more as a person than me as a worker. And so when, you know, Todd really kind of took me under his wing as like a new leader, a new husband, and really just kind of showed me like the opportunity that leadership and Chick-fil-A provided, like, you know, being able to have, you know, influence with our team and to really just kind of, you know, help their lives be different because of us was just, it was life-changing. I mean, you know, I know that I wouldn't be where I am today if Todd didn't take that, that risk with me. That's amazing. And hearing the level of care that Todd placed, not only on who you were professionally and your your capabilities as a leader and your potential that existed there, but also just who you were as a person goes such a long way. And it's probably a big part of the way that you leverage relationships today, Casey, and that being really your secret sauce and, and, and where you're able to provide a lot of value for your team. I love getting to hear about that impact and the way that others have impacted you and how that's being played out today in your life. The last question I got for you here, Casey, before we wrap this up is on the wild spark front. And I wanted to give you the opportunity because I think it's really powerful the way that you're leveraging wild spark with your team right now and the way that you look at it and the way that you view your team and the opportunities you want to give them to grow, to be able to invest in them. Like, so like those that have invested in you talk to me about the unique way that you're leveraging wild spark with your team there and how you go about helping them develop and realize their potential as leaders. Yeah. So, you know, we really started looking into WildSpark, you know, late last year. You know, we've been trying to do a lot of different things over the years with leadership and with development specifically. We just couldn't find anything, honestly, that was sustainable. 
you know, knowing that we were going to be adding additional leaders and additional teams, we really wanted to find something that was really sustainable. And so on the leadership side, you know, WildSpark's fantastic UI and ability to set up, you know, different teams and have different modules has been amazing for my leadership team. Just giving them something each week, each month that they're walking through has been really incredible. But the other thing that we've been using WildSpark for as well, and this is kind of one of the functions we wanted, is that we've always wanted to have something that we could use to give back to our team, to engage them at a deeper level if they wanted to, whether they were interested in leadership or not. And so something that we started this year, we basically used the Leader Launchpad module with our team. We allowed them, we put the information out there, and then we just allowed them to sign up for it. Uh, we have teams that we meet with. And so, you know, they go through the lesson plan. And then once a month, you know, we have a couple of different groups that we get together and we get to spend time with them hearing their stories, hearing the way that they're, you know, viewing the content and really just getting to know them a little bit more. Because I think, you know, we talked about like isolation as a leader, but the higher you move up in leadership, sometimes the harder it is for you to get to know your your, your team members. Mm-hmm. So this is a really great way for me to spend time with them, whether they're going to be interested in leadership one day or not, is really kind of beside the point. I mean, I want to spend time building that relationship, giving back to them, and then just allowing them a a way to to grow um, Mm -hmm. is really important because a lot of the principles that are in a lot of the WildSpark content is not just leadership related. It can be things that really apply to, you know, any relationship they, that they might have in their life, whether it's personal or professional. And honestly, I think it just provides them with a unique opportunity to just learn more about themselves and that'll help them down the line. So cool. I I love this. I love the way that you're using it. And I love that it's, uh, it's benefited you really in two ways or benefited your team there in two ways. One, it's giving them the opportunity to have their eyes open to the power of their personal story and their journeys and the way that they're wired uniquely and created for a very unique purpose and the way that they can interact with other people and influence others. But then also for you and your high-level leaders, Casey, it's giving you the opportunity to streamline and put a process in place to continue to connect when it's become more difficult than ever, right? You have two teams, two high-functioning businesses that you're operating right now. So that's more challenging than ever. Time is more valuable than ever. And so it still gives you the opportunity to stay connected and do what you love to do. And that's build relationships and get to hear stories and understand people. I love this. I think this is a genius way to approach it and to roll that out with your team. This has been phenomenal. Casey, I I can't thank you enough for, for coming on today, for being vulnerable with us, for for showing us that it's it's not always all rainbows and butterflies and sprinkles, that leadership can be challenging at times and giving us some really practical ways of how we can combat that head on and, and solve for some of those challenges that exist. But then also just talking about your journey as an operator and where your focus is and, and making sure that you're centered on your purpose. There's just so much good stuff in here that I think anybody, any operator that listens to this could take and apply and get to hear, even if it's just that they hear like, I'm not alone, that I'm, I'm, there's other people who are experiencing this with me. It's going to be huge. Yeah, Josh, and just the, you know, one thing, if I could just kind of close it out real quickly. So appreciate you guys just, you know, wanting to, to work with Chick-fil-A and just giving me the chance to share a little bit about my story. 
But then, you know, honestly, I do want to just like all the other operators out there, like, I know, I don't know you, but you know, if you need something or if you just don't want to feel isolated, you can always come and, and talk to me. I don't have any of the answers, honestly, but it's it, sometimes it's good just to, just to chat with another operator who's going through some things. So awesome. Thank you for your willingness to help Casey and for your, your availability. And I'll, uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Joe. If Polynesian sauce, chicken nuggets, and the mall food court don't take you back to the good old days, I don't know what will. Leaders, people may join our teams for any different number of reasons, but what's going to make them stick around is relationships. We have this incredible opportunity every day to show our team that we care for them as people. You never know what type of crisis someone could be going through and how your interaction and leadership could be a positive light. No matter what happens, stay centered on that purpose and focus on what you can control. The power of focus is real. Focus equals results and leaders quality over quantity. Narrow in on those three to four things that are going to drive the most amount of growth for your team and get after it. Lastly, leaders, we're not alone. Surround yourselves with other leaders who can support you on your leadership journey. Thanks for hanging out with us today and getting real saucy. Until next time on the Secret Sauce Podcast.